www.thepowerofthenetwork.org. I'm the Wonder Wheel Champion of the World! Miracle Wonder Wheel! The best one! The best. Oh, Wonder Wheel. When I step up in the place, say yo, I step correct. Gracias a la vida que me ha dado tanto. Me dio dos luceros que cuando los abro, perfecto distingo lo negro del blanco. Y en el alto cielo su fondo estrellado Y en las multitudes del hombre que yo amo It's here, at last A contact lens for people who thought they couldn't wear contact A contact lens that lets your eyes receive more of what they need most Oxygen Introducing Envision. Envision. It isn't like ordinary hard or soft contacts. It's made of a new material that allows plenty of oxygen to enter your cornea. So your eyes can breathe easier with less irritation and discomfort. Envision. Envision can be worn by just about anyone. Even people with sensitive eyes, drier eyes, astigmatism. Envision has an ultra-smooth surface, so it's much easier to clean than a soft lens, and much easier to handle, too. Open your eyes to new Envision, the contact lens for people who thought they couldn't wear contacts. Ask your eye care professional about Envision, or get more information by calling 1-800-ENVISION. Most important time in history is now, the present. So count your blessings, because time can't define the essence. But you're stressing over time, and you follow the Roman calendar. These people here, they're cloning like Attica. You can bet they're trying to lock you down like Attica. The African diaspora represents strength in numbers. A giant can't slumber forever. I know you got to get that cheddar, whatever. And yo, I heard you twice the first time, money, get it together. You must be history, you repeating yourself out of the pages you keep. Yourself depleting your spiritual wealth. That quick cash will get your ass quick, fast, and houses of detention. Inner city concentration camp where no one pays attention. No mentions the ascension of death till nothing's left. The young gifted in black is sprung addicted to crack. All my people, where y'all at? Cause y'all ain't where here. And your heroes using your mind as a canvas to paint fear with broad brush strokes and tales of incarceration. You get out of jail with that knowledge of self determination. Stand in ovation because you put the hue in human cause and effect. Affect everything you do, and that's why I got love. In the face of hate Hands steady So the lines In the mental illustration Is straight That thought you had Don't even contemplate Infinite like figure eight There's no escape From that what Determination From that what Determination From that what Determination From that what Determination Your internet radio dial is in the perfect position, and Race to the Bottom is on the air. Time to sit back and enjoy some refreshing Winslow tea. Try it hot, lukewarm, or over ice. Have it with milk and sugar, or a lemon wedge, or oh natural. Mm, mm, mm. Now that's Winslow tea. 
a New York City tradition since 1872. Ask for it by name at the tea house or your local greengrocer, because that's how you know it's Winslow. Good morning. What's up with people overdoing the good morning thing? I teach. I teach at a school. And a lot of the people at my school majorly overdo the good morning thing. There's a teacher who comes in in the morning and says, Good morning, everyone. Every day. I'm not a fan of that. But I am a fan of the piano quartet number two in E flat major. Robert Schumann in the His House. Glenn Gould on the his Niano. <sighs> From the Winslow T broadcast booth in overcast and chilly Bushwick, Brooklyn. I'm John Reed. This is Radio Free Brooklyn, and you're listening to Race to the Bottom. Thank you to Amy and Jason for the best theme song in the world. I didn't play the uh, Bernie version today, nor the Obama version. Trying to be (laughs) nonpartisan. Yeah, I want to get a veneer of objectivity as we go into Iowa on, on Monday. More on that later. My opening monologue, as always, though, seriously, folks, is sponsored and brought to you by Winslow Tea, because that's how you know it is Winslow. Here we go. Mm. Mm. 
Ah, invigorating. Please hashtag your tea drinking experiences with hashtag how you know. And if you know, you better tell. I'm telling you, smelling you, big fat watermelon. Remember that? I sure do. The good old days. When you sang about I'm telling you, smelling. So pretty. What about that mashup, guys? Who did we hear from in the mashup? We heard from Mercedes Sosa. Gracias a la vida, que me ha dado tanto. Me dio dos luceros, que cuando los abro, distingo noche y día. Claro. So good. We heard from Wuha. I got you all in check. Why did I get that song in my head? Because of the Wuhan virus. I'm sorry. I've got Wuha. Wuhan. Busta Rhymes. From like, what, 95? We heard from The Toy. With Richard Pryor, one of my formative movies as a child. Wonder Wheel! We heard from Envision. You remember that commercial? The the contact. <laughs> Why is it funny? The contact for people who thought they couldn't wear contacts. Envision. For people with dry eyes, sensitive eyes, astigmatism. So good. They don't make ads like that anymore. And we heard from... Most deaf in Talib Kweli are black star. Knowledge of self, determination. It's good stuff, right? We got quite a show for you today. Diverse, diverse show. We're going to do comedy. We're going to do politics. We're going to do literature. I'm like a factotum. Kept hearing that word this week. Factotum is like a uh, a person who do, does a lot of different jobs, kind of like a utility man in, in in baseball. You know, baseball. It's a sport. It's a sport uh, with um with a bat and a ball and gloves and nine nine positions on the field. A utility player, a guy like Jeff McNeil from the Mets can play almost anything they say if uh they were really stretched out and needed a catcher he could even be a catcher man it's not a joke factotum that's like that's like me on uh, in the the field and the nine innings are this radio program you get you get the metaphor i like this schumann but it's just not um 
It's great. But it's not the best to do a monologue over. This is what I'm talking about. <sighs> Bremer McCoy, Hodger. Off of their album Utopia. So guys, I've been talking for a while about past few shows actually about uh, Jay-Z and how he was not on Spotify and I, I I talked originally about how I was trying to talk to my students about I had a Jay-Z song in my head when we were, we were doing To Kill a Mockingbird in my class and Tom Robinson was in on trial and I wanted to play uh H to the Izzo, where he goes, Not guilty, y'all got to feel me. Tried to find it to play for my kids during a little break we were taking. You can't you couldn't find Jay-Z anywhere on the internet, only on this this thing title that he he tried to pioneer. And then from my lips to Jay-Z's ears. Like, it was literally like the next week that I, after I talked about that on the on the program that he put his stuff up on Spotify. I'm an influencer. I know this. So I've been listening to a little Jay-Z because now that I have access to it. And Jay-Z put out this, this album, 444. And this was after he supposedly retired from rap. The Black Album, which came out in like 2004, was ostensibly his final effort. He's put out like three records since then. But this album, 444, I think he woke up at 4.44 a.m. All in a state of guilt and turmoil because he had cheated on his wife, Beyonce, with a woman that they call Becky with the good hair. And Beyonce had done a whole album and music video series film called Lemonade depicting her her reaction and her feelings about being being cheated on so this was Jay-Z's response so I listened to this album 444 while I was working out yeah I work out <laughs> and um, like once a week um, yes. <laughs> anyway, um, there's this song that he did. And this is like the, the song where he addressed this stuff. And it's called, it's the title track, the eponymous 444. And man, if this song is not the most embarrassing song I've ever heard in my life. So hard 
Maybe we can figure out why this song is is it's so cringy together. It starts out <laughs> I won't I won't go through the whole thing, but I just I got to read some of these lyrics. Look, I apologize, often womanize. Took my child to be born, see through a woman's eyes. Took for these natural twins to believe in miracles. Took me too long for this song. I don't deserve you. I harass you out in Paris. Please come back to Rome. You you make it home. We talked for hours when you were on tour. Please pick up the phone. Pick up the phone. Said, don't embarrass me instead of be mine. Well, uh, it is, it's definitely embarrassing. Please come back to Rome, you make it home. We talked for hours when you were on tour. Please pick up the phone, pick up the phone. Said, don't embarrass me instead of be mine. That was my proposal for us. I don't know why this. Yeah, he he proposed on her 21st birthday. That's not That's kind of I don't know. But what he goes uh he says I suck at love. I think I need a do over. I will be emotionally available if I invited you over. And if my children know, I don't even know what I would do. If they ain't look at me the same, I'd probably die with the shame. Well, you know this is <laughs> this song is being recorded, right? You're not this is not just like uh you're not just making a mixtape and giving it to Bay. You did what with who? What good is a menage a trois when you have a soulmate? going to be on my tombstone you risk that for blue if i wasn't a superhero in your face my heart breaks for the day i had to explain my mistakes and the mask goes away and santa claus is fake and you go online and see for blue's tooth her his daughter's name is blue the tooth fairy didn't pay I'm never going to treat you like I should. Ooh. Am I wrong? What am I missing here? If I'm wrong, you can let me know. 718-928-9732. Also, I joked around about it last week, but it's true now. If you you don't want to air your grievances on air... You can email me. This is real at race to the B, just the letter B, race to the B at gmail.com. I set that up. If you want to be anonymous, email. Shoot me an email. Somebody just make, make sure this thing works. Race to the B at gmail.com. You can request songs. You can quibble with my arguments. You can. Listen to this. Your face. My heart breaks for the day. I have to explain my mistakes. And the mask goes away. And Santa Claus is fake. 
And you go online and see For Blues 2, the Tooth Fairy didn't pay Maybe I'm wrong. Email me. Race to the B at gmail.com. Okay? But enough enough of this torture. Right? It's embarrassing. Right? Uh it's time for recommended. I don't recommend that song, but I do recommend other things. It's a I finally watched the Mr. Rogers doc. Won't you be my neighbor? And man, waterworks. I'd like to buy waterworks on Monopoly on the Monopoly board for my response to Won't You Be My Neighbor? So good. The whole time, though, I was thinking in the back of my mind, you know, word is that Fred Rogers was a Republican his whole life. And I was just trying to square that with my feeling about his his whole demeanor and makeup. The closest that I can come is that he wanted, he did want, he really cared about protecting children from the outside world, from the misguided people and from the sin of the world. I don't, he wouldn't, doesn't use the word sin, but it's basically. The avarice and the violence and the trauma of the outside world. So maybe, especially that old school, like, blue blood, Republican style, maybe that was it? I don't know. That's another thing you can call about. 718-928-9732. But I do recommend the movie. My I, my favorite Republican, Mr. Rogers, second place, Keith Hernandez, third place, Adam Sandler, right? So it's time for another round of sound. Again, I apologize to the DJ in Albuquerque, New Mexico, who I lifted the round of sound from, but it's just too good not to steal. I've been encouraging my kids to steal from writers, not not plagiarize, but read read like a model text and notice some of the moves that the writer makes and to 
to copy to to kind of copy their style. So it's with that in mind that I I give you my next round of sound, and this is brought to you by. I'm really excited. We have this sponsor back from Astoria, Queens, New York City. One of the best Italian restaurants that you're gonna find in the Northeast. Bafancool. Hi, this is Randall, and I'm here to tell you about the restaurant that my cousin opened up in Astoria, New York City. It's called Bafangul, and I think you'll love it. Come for the antipasti with menu items such as tartar di carne, prosciutto con peri, and carpaccio di manzo. They also have bruschetti and insalati. Still hungry for more? Try the arancini or the burrata. Wow, I think it might be time for some pasta. How about some ravioli di ricotto e spinaci? Wow, still hungry? How about salmone scottato con fagiolini or violetto alla minolinese? Want some pizza? Sorry, can't get that here. But it is time for dessert. How about some tiramisu or some gelato? You know you've had plenty of great wine, but how about a digestivo? Like Amaretto Luxardo, Fernet Branca, or Amaro Montenegro. Cap it all off with an espresso, a macchiato, or a cappuccino, and you are ready to go. Can't you picture it? You're halfway there. Come to Bafangu. It's my cousin's restaurant. Yes, thank you so much to Bafangu for uh, re-upping with the show and your sponsorship. We also need the help from you, the listener, to keep Radio Free Brooklyn on the air. We are in our drive to five. We need five grand for our fifth year to keep rocking and rolling here. Please go and uh, hit the donate button. Drop us, drop us some ducats. So I finally went to Tom's Diner, which is on the Upper West Side. You might recognize the facade of Tom's Diner from Seinfeld. It's the diner where they ate. The ins- I say the facade because the inside is different. I think the inside is actually modeled on this place in L.A., if I'm not mistaken. Somebody could fact check that. But yeah, I finally, finally went there. The wife and I did some babysitting and then... Capped, capped uh, the night off afterwards with a trip to Tom's Diner. Um, and I got the, uh, also Tom's Diner. Uh, if if Seinfeld weren't wasn't enough, Suzanne Vega wrote a song called Tom's Diner. Do, 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 do. That one. She originally did that a cappella, and then somebody made a dance remix, and it's. One of the most earwormy songs of all time. I got that in my head this week. And also, I'm not, I can't remember why. I think Fred Rogers, Mr. Rogers to you, went to the, like the Bronx in the, in the documentary. And what do you play when Fred Rogers goes to the Bronx in a documentary? You play Rapper's Delight. Boom, boom, boom. Well, hip hop, nonstop, rock to the right, bang, bang, right? 
I gave myself a little challenge. Could I make a mashup of these two things? Sure could. I would like to unveil to you a Race to the Bottom exclusive. Something I like to call Rapper's Diner. Here we go. I am sitting in the morning at the diner on the corner. I am waiting at the counter for the man to pour the coffee. And he fills it only halfway. And before I even argue, he is looking out the window at somebody coming in. It is always nice to see you, says the man behind the counter. To the woman who has come in, she is shaking her umbrella. And I look the other way as they are Sing their hellos and I'm pretending not to see them And instead I pour the milk I open up the paper There's a story of an actor Who had died while he was drinking It was no one I had heard of And I'm turning to the horoscope And looking for the funnies When I'm feeling someone watching me And so I raise my head <laughs> There's a woman on the outside looking inside. Does she see me? No, she does not really see me because she sees her own reflection. And I'm trying not to notice that she's hitching up her skirt and while she's straightening her stockings. Her hair has gotten wet. This rain it continue through the morning as I'm listening to the bells of the cathedral. Runs his hand. 
Joe Biden. I'm running for, in this case, running for president of the United States. Look me over. If you like what you see, help out. If not, vote for the other person. What are we going to do about climate change? Now, you say you say you're against pipelines, but then you want to replace these gas lines. That's not going to work. We, no, no, no. we, we got to stop building and replacing pipelines. You have to go vote for somebody else. Well, I tell you what, if you look at my record and you still doubt about my commitment, well, you ought to vote for somebody else. And you think I thought you'd stand up and vote for me? You're too old to vote for me. Master. Radio Free Brooklyn's Drive to Five fundraising campaign is underway. In May, RFB turns five years old and we need to raise $25,000 so we may continue bringing you commercial-free, independent radio for another five years. Because we think raising money should be fun, each month we'll be bringing listeners fun challenges with some great prizes. This month's challenge is a quiz to find out just how well you know Bushwick. The top five scorers will win a limited edition five-year anniversary RFB t-shirt. I want one of those. Please enter Race to the Bottom as your favorite show when taking the quiz, and you'll get a prize as well. You can take the quiz, make a donation, or find out more at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash drive to five. You can also dial 718-673-8201 to leave us a message letting us know why you love RFB or wish us a happy birthday. Your message may be played on the air. Also, if you'd like to listen to RFB when you're not in front of your computer, please consider downloading our free mobile app for iPhone and Android. Available in the App Store for iPhone or in the Google Play Store for Android. Please be sure to describe... Not describe. Please please be sure to subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news about new programming and upcoming RFB events. You can sign up at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter. Thought I'd do that live instead of doing that canned one with Pat Metheny. This is Sabbath prayer. This is, how cool is this? This is, uh, I was poking around Cannonball Adderley's discography. Saw that he did a whole record of the music from Fiddler on the Roof. Good old fiddler. Sabbath prayer, baby. Be your president to be your president. I want to be your president to do the job. Point I'm trying to make is you don't even have to be convicted of a crime to lose your job in this constitutional republic. If this body 
determines that your conduct as a public official is clearly out of bounds in your role. Because impeachment is not about punishment. Impeachment is about cleansing the office. Impeachment is about restoring honor and integrity to the office. Wait, 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 you're getting nervous, man. The cold weather is now upon us. Is your car prepared? Hi, I'm Johnny from Johnny's Automotive. At Johnny's, we worry about things and check them for you so you don't have to worry about them and check them. What about your wiper blades? Can they stand up to an ice storm? How's your heater doing? Have you checked it recently? What about your brakes? At Johnny's, we make sure that your car is ready to do the job and fight hard against Jack Frost and his wintry mix of friends. Come on down to the corner of Crisco Road and Popular Creek. The Johnny's, we do it right and then check it. That's Johnny's way. See you soon. Like clockwork. Thank you, Johnny. Oh, we got a big one. It's time for what in the crap. What in the crap? What in the crap? So impeachment is done, pretty much. And we didn't got him. This is not what happened. I want to play what did not happen. I was wrong and I apologize. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. That now that didn't happen. Shout out to John Bolton for all the help. Man. So I guess he, you know, he didn't come out with this John Bolton for the house. For the house, you know, trial or or fact-finding or whatever that was. Ostensibly because he wanted to sell books. And I've got a question about this. Who buys these books? Who's got a big stack of... These... (laughs) Who's buying John Bolton's book? And you know it's going to shoot to the top of the bestseller list. That's a weird, that's deeply weird. A weird demographic of people who want to sit and read John Bolton's book. Weird stuff, guys. The question is, cui bono? To whom is, (laughs) to whom it is, I can't talk. To whom it is, I still, I can't say, this is I found a phrase that I cannot say. To whom is it a benefit? It's a Latin phrase, man. It's not a joke. Identifying crime suspects. Expressing the view that uh, oftentimes crimes are done to benefit their perpetrators, especially financially. Cui Bono. Sonny Bono's brother. Is he related to this impeachment? 
Who knows? Who knows? It's too depressing. I can't talk about it. It's time for who do you want to win? Who's going to win? Because we can't We Like they say, you got to beat them at the ballot box. So let's let's do it. Here we go. Who do you want to win and who gonna win? So, Monday is Iowa. I love how Iowa decides. Let Iowa decide. I want, I've talked about this before. I want, I want a dairy farmer choosing our next president. I want a guy. What other jobs are there in Iowa? I'm trying to do a riff and I can't even think of somebody text me, text me some jobs in Iowa. I'll Google it. Jobs in Iowa. Jobs in Iowa. LinkedIn. I just want correctional officer. I want a correctional officer in Iowa to decide who can best take on omelet bar or an attorney in Iowa. Iowa Attorney Association. A research assistant. That's a, a farm tech worker. A dog sitter in Iowa. Iowa City. A warehouse worker for UPS. These are the people that I want deciding. I don't think we should just have them decide who's who's going to win the primary. I think we should have them. We'll just, they should be our Congress. We're all disappointed and questioning the legitimacy of our, our, our Congress and Senate. Why not have them? They could just decide our laws. Have a uh, a dog sitter in Iowa City write write the next bill. What else? A restore a retail store associate at CVS. Maybe they could figure out what what we can do about gun gun legislation. A soybean farmer. Thank you. That's who I trust. I wonder if anyone has has moved a corn, <laughs> a corn shucker in Iowa. Thank you to my research team. That's who I want deciding this stuff, man. Folks, I'm serious. I wonder if anybody's moved to Iowa just to be part of the primaries every four years. I'm sure that that... And they buy John Bolton's book. So a big thing that that's, uh, you know, people have been talking about leading up to the, the Iowa caucus is Bernie getting this endorsement from this dude, Joe Rogan. And I've been talking about Joe Rogan on this on this show all year. BTW, 
I'm, we're about to come up on a full year of Race to the Bottom. We'll throw a big party at, at Bafangul. I want that espinaki. It's always funny hearing a guy with a southern accent saying, talking about Italian food. But Joe Rogan, I've talked about how the the YouTube algorithm always suggests Joe Rogan to me. No matter what I do, I can't seem to shake it. It's probably because this guy's got the biggest podcast in the world. Uh, He's also kind of a, a... What's a pleasant way to say it? A D-bag. Oh, in the background, this is this guy, Andrew Downing, from an album, Otterville. And this song's called This Year's Fancies. How nice is this? Throw this on repeat, because I got some stuff to talk about. Um, Yeah, so people are saying... You, you can't have Joe Rogan. You can't tout this guy's endorsement. This guy is a jerk. Something I've... I, I do not disagree that he's uh, not the most savory person, but something that's that's been interesting that I've... Uh, it's, it's set off a lot of think pieces, a lot of discussion on the on the internet. And something that I found interesting was that there, people were talking about, do you, do you want to, are, are you trying to master the, the language of progressiveness or wokeness? I was talking to my wife about, you know, Bernie, Biden, they 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 don't perform the language of of wokeness very well and some that bothers some people some people some people uh some people like that some people like that they don't perform it. or so you do you want to do you want to uh want uh, want a candidate who can can kind of talk the talk hillary was decent at that Obama was decent at that Warren is pretty good at it or do you want somebody who can master the actual policies that lifts up people that's that's a question kind of a rhetorical question but it's one worth considering what if you had what if you had a candidate who could really talk the the progressive talk but when it comes down to governing, their policies are suspect and kind of triangulated. Also, people have been saying with this Joe Rogan thing that if you if you really want to beat Omelet Bar, you got to make you got to build a coalition, and you got to. You got to work with people that with bad ideas. And this isn't just Joe Rogan. This guy Matt Matthew Iglesias from Vox. 
he threw up these statistics um, to think about this. 40% of white Dems deny that discrimination is the main cause of black-white inequality. 40% of Dems think that, I guess, they think that it's just African Americans not working hard enough. 40%. 40% of Latinos say it's bad for women to work outside the home. This is ingrained. It's not a, a I think it's a very retrograde opinion, but almost half. 47% of African Americans African Americans say gay sex is always wrong. That's basically, I'll do the math on that. That's half. But the votes of these people with these bad ideas are indispensable. We're not all going to be super woke, super progressive. And I think that the knee-jerk feeling of these of people that can't accept uh, have a little cognitive dissonance might bite us in the behind right so speaking of you know been thinking about Kobe this week And uh, I just wanted to read part of this this thing by this guy, Charles Pierce. It was an Esquire. And the kind of an obituary it's entitled, it's a, terrible tra- it's a terrible irony that Kobe Bryant should fall from the sky. And in, in this piece... He quotes this this writer, Jim Carroll, who who said, who produced, I'm quoting here, produced the greatest line ever about the game. In basketball, wrote Carroll, you can correct your mistakes immediately and beautifully and in midair. You can correct your mistakes beautifully, immediately, and in midair. And then the last paragraph. There was no way to work that night in the Colorado hotel under the biography that unspooled thereafter and came to such a sudden end on Sunday. In Massachusetts, for decades, political writers wrestled with where to place Chappaquiddick and the saga of Ted Kennedy, and too many of them gave up and erased the event and Mary Jo Jo Kopechny. But it's 2020 now, and Jeffrey Epstein is dead, and Harvey Weinstein is in a New York courtroom, and by erasing a female victim, and erasing a female victim is no longer a viable more moral and ethical strategy. Kobe Bryant died on Sunday with one of the young women in his life. And how you will come to measure his life has to be judged by how deeply you believe that he corrected his grievous fault 
through the life he lived afterwards, and how deeply you believe that he corrected that fault immediately and beautifully and in mid-air. So, in humanity, we have to, I guess, have to reconcile these these things. Or maybe you just don't want to enter into it. I played the thing of of old Joe. Just he's his his new thing is just telling people not to vote for him. If anybody questions him, oh, you just shouldn't vote for me. Vote for the other guy. I listened to uh, this thing with uh, Ezra Klein and Chris Hayes on why is it happening. Let's see how quickly I can explain this. So people always say that like the Democratic Party, when they're trying to, to own the libs, they say the Democratic Party was the party of of Jim Crow and, and uh, you know, the Dixie and the Ku Klux Klan and the Dixiecrats. I didn't realize how the whole history of that, but basically, in a nutshell, after the, after the Civil War and Reconstruction, because the Republicans, Abraham Lincoln and, and the like, were the architects of Reconstruction, the, the South went Democratic. And, so, and they had this hegemony where they basically they they were part of the Democratic Party, but they they just owned the South. And those were the Dixiecrats, and their bargain with the Democratic Party was that they would vote for their bills as long as they weren't forced, there weren't anti-lynching laws and these things forced on them. And then, obviously, that ended with the uh, civil rights laws that. LBJ passed and he said we've lost the South for a generation how am I going to tie this all together so so much of this is is about identity and the stories that people tell about themselves Sometimes the way that we work together across the aisle can be pretty deadly also. I was thinking that maybe, you know, Joe wants to be like a uh, restoration of, of Obama, but in a way he's kind of a refutation of Obama. He wants to go back even further than, than the Obama coalition into a distant past where he worked with Democrats like Strom Thurmond. On that note, I hope this makes some sort of sense. But if it doesn't, who cares, right? I it'll, let's let the Iowans decide. If you don't agree with me, vote for the other guy. Here's REM with 
Seven Chinese Brothers off of the Murmur record. Crime Talk BK is coming up. Have a good week. We'll talk about Iowa next week. Bye-bye.